0: Now
1: here we, I got a I got a I got a two parter question here. Okay this, let's is, this go. is actually
0: a two part question. Yeah.
1: Two parters, please. Do you know where that's from? No.
0: Oh you never seen um Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Oh, oh yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> this is actually a two part question?
1: question. Yeah. <laughs> Not that
0: what's it like to be an insurance? And two, can you put in a good word for me?
1: <laughs> so mobile cigar lounge, right? Yeah. What's one of your favorite stories about an interaction with somebody that you've had? And what's one where it's like Yes. This is bizarre. Like, worst. I can't believe this has happened. Best to me. and worst. Like, some story. guy, like a drunk guy came up and was like, What's up, man? And, like, hit the table and knocked everything on the floor. <laughs> ble-
2: ble- <laughs> blew the airstream out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we have some funny stories, right? Uh, I'll tell a funny story. This actually yeah. happened to Ryan. Ryan freaking went to Perona Farms, one of our favorite venues over in Sussex uh, County, New Jersey. And uh, he was so proud. Like, he set up a table, he took a picture. And, like, all our guys take pictures. He goes, Dude, can't believe it. I mean, hey, here at the at this so and so wedding, super excited, and then he and he he, he told the matri D like, hey, listen, I'm here for like say the Martinez wedding, oh over there, the frickin' Uh, maitre d sent him to the wrong wedding yeah no, yeah. so no. he had to go across the street he had to pack up everything go across the street and like set up right <laughs> so it happens right but they didn't they didn't notice it but you know it's one of those stories of what happens when you do a thing uh, one of my guys went to a wedding and there's a lot of these wedding venues have like two different like spaces right? yeah he went to a, a wedding uh, in uh, central jersey the bride and the groom have the same first names on the same day, no. in the, the same first. Names. All right, come on. Yeah, as, as, so, as, the, as the catering, oh, well, how do you do that? Yeah, like, so fuck. no, I mean, like the there, there's two weddings happening, and on the uh, custom uh, bands, it said like say Sam and Maria. They both have the same name. So when he went there, he goes, hey, I'm here for the Sam Maria wedding. They sent him over there. And then the father-in-law didn't help at all. He goes, oh, great cigars. So he, he saw an opportunity and shot. Yeah. And oh. he was actually at the wrong wedding. Oh, and then no. he got to the right wedding. And it all worked out well. And when the bride actually laughed about it. She was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, how can you have a wedding at the same venue, same place, same first names? And then he goes, and it didn't help that the father-in-law. was like, oh, man, I love cigars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hey, look, yeah, bro, bring him over here. Bring him over here.
0: <laughs> And but he was just th- like. you think that the father in law would know if he paid for it or not.
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> but he also, You know he said? He said that he thought one of the, like, his his brothers, or the groom's uncles, bought it for them as a surprise. Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah. A lot. Yeah. So it that sucks for us because we're like, ah! <laughs> but it, it, it happens, right? And that's uh, that's what happens that's when you grow up. That's such an business. odd case. Like, the oh, odds of that odd. happening yeah. are just. Are... Some of the best cigars I've ever had. Oh, man. Uh, I'll name one. I got to smoke with guys that went to Afghanistan right after 2001 right after yeah so the first guys that touched ground in Afghanistan wow. these were the guys the first guys after we declared war after we declared they war were they, were they were already in Afghanistan wow and dude i love smoking with them and you know not I for can't nothing imagine the stories
0: that i you mean know, coming from somebody that that yeah. has stories themselves to hear those stories because like you said you you went in uh, 2006 five. to 11. Yeah, 5-11. Yep. Okay. So to hear the stories of people that were the time before you, the five yeah. years before you, yeah, when it first went down, that's yeah. got to be.
2: I mean, I smoke. And, and, and for them, the guy smokes only cigars when I come down. Like, his therapy is he likes being with veterans. And, like, him and I talk. And, you know, I love... Being in, well, one, I do love being in the Marine Corps. But two, like the street cred. Like, you, you know, I'm hanging out with Navy SEALs, Green Berets. And they're like, oh, they see my EGA. They go, Marine? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what do you do in the Marines? I was in the infantry. He's like, oh, I love you dudes. And I'm like, I appreciate mm-hmm. but I look up to them. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I've smoked with a guy like that. I've smoked with, man, that, that was a memorable moment. Because we just sat there and we just smoked and we just enjoyed each other's company. And we just met that day. And that's one of the great things about a cigar, right? That you sort just met about, somebody, man. and the foundation is, and he goes, "Dude, I don't like." He and he tells me, he's like, "Dude, I don't like being in big crowds, right?" And he goes, "But he goes, I want to smoke with you and just hang out, and we've been friends ever since." That's wow. the beautiful thing yeah, about yeah, cigars, yeah. It's and, awesome. and they, these guys are freaking heroes, right? They don't see themselves as they, you know, they, they, none, they did I noticed none of none of them
0: will, yeah, none of them will. They could be the most decorated marine there is. Yeah. And none of them will say, "Yeah, I was a hero." Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Everybody around me, you're a goddamn weird, hero. Though. Call yourself a hero, you know? What I mean? yeah, yeah, no, no I grant yeah, they're yeah, humble agree. as
0: fuck because that's not how they're
1: doing it. Because yeah, exactly. That's they didn't do it to get all the the flame, the fame, and glory. They, they did it because you know yeah. something in their in heart and in their integrity said, "I need to do this." You and
0: you know, they're a hundred
1: percent a hero, hundred
0: oh, oh, like, percent. Oh, ask 20 anybody, 20.
2: Like, you know, you're a goddamn hero. Yeah. They're like, no,
0: I'm not. I'm Bro, just we're another guy.
2: Yeah, we're just hanging out in Tampa over the Grand Cathedral over there, the Fuente's Lounge. And, you know, we're just having a good time. We're drinking. We're smoking. You know, the crowd, you know, a bunch of people out of the patio. But me and my buddy whisper each other. I'm like, dude, no one knows what these two guys did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they're probably like, oh, these are crazy, like, white boys just freaking, you know, just. You that's know, they're a, just
1: that's good a dudes. great point. Yeah. That's a great point. You, you never can know have... what people are going through or have gone through. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, always judge a book by its, it's cover. Yep. 100%. Yep, yep. 100%. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Because, you know, sometimes more or less. Uh, the more you go, I go through life, and I see someone that's a little wacky yeah. or someone a little off. The old me would be like quick to be like, "What a fucking weirdo psycho!" Yeah. You know, granted, there are people like that. Right? Yeah, it gives instant red flags. Yeah. But I'm a little more like hesitant to be like. What a fucking weirdo! It's like yeah, well, you know, maybe this is a reason why this person's like this. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. don't don't treat them any different. If you, oh, I always yeah. say you
0: treat the janitor and the CEO the same, same. way. Oh, that's, yeah, that's you know what, what uh, um, uh, what's his name says? Uh, Tom Hardy says that. Yeah, all the time, dude. Treat the janitor and the maybe CEO. Maybe That's where I got it. Yeah. from. Yeah. I heard that but somewhere. So it of it of brings sense. up. A, there's a there's a guy. Shout out to Matadors, um, uh, uh-huh. our local lounge. Buy some freaking blueprints, please. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, the
1: you're biggest you're the biggest people now. There's
0: a there, there's a guy there that ex marine, and always always reps. He's always got his hat on every, and he just goes around and he just kind of like interjects himself into conversations. And some people are like, oh, "This guy's fucking annoying." Like, can you just stop? But he's just he's nobody. Know, we know, right? And if if you recognize the hat, you'll know. But nobody. Some people call him annoying, but I'm like, dude, you have no idea what this guy. It's probably his therapy to just... He's an older guy. He's probably 60s, I'm guessing, in his 60s. And he's, I'm like, listen, he just wants to have a conversation. Like, yeah. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. And yeah, okay, he kind of bluntly interjects, like you'll be having a conversation. He'll just come in, like, oh, yeah, and tell you a story. But I'm like, he just wants to have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nobody un- you don't understand what this guy has yeah. seen in his days, all right, he's seen things that you you'll probably only see in your nightmares. Yeah, right. The amount of people that he's probably seen die in his arms, yeah, is ridiculous. And you're gonna be like, Are oh, he's annoying." No, like, give that guy some fucking respect. Yeah, yeah. okay,
2: easily. Yeah, can you imagine? Six years changed my life. You know, Ryan, four years changed his life. Like, you know, it's and it's one of those things where you know I, I meet with those with those guys and those gals, and you get a bigger kind of like picture of what's going on right like like the the guy I'm talking about like he wants he's been taught for 30 years and I'll keep it blunt on how to kill people and now he's supposed to get inserted back into society yeah and that's it, all he knows yeah and he's like dude the reason why I don't go to bars someone bumps into me and starts giving me lip fucking kill him and you're like and he's a, he's a nice dude He'll be like hey my, my bad bro and the guy starts giving him lip he doesn't want to fight him he wants to kill him and he wants to use everything necessary yeah.
0: to do that. And it's not like, it, it's just a, a, I imagine that it's just like a, a reflex. Yeah, it's a reflex. You know, it's not like, years. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And, a lot of, and that's, a, that's the thing about you get these these guys in bars. And it's funny because <clears throat> I don't, I, you know, we all used to go to college bars. Yeah. You used to go to these college bars, you get drunk yeah. and just stupid shit would happen. And I don't like going to these bars anymore. It's like, mm. listen, well, my wife, I don't want to go. I don't want to go because I no. I know what these young, yeah. drunk college kids, they're all like, I need to prove myself. I need to be the tough guy. And granted, I'm a bigger dude. The German missile, Okay, baby. I'm a bigger German, guy. German. And I'm like a fucking target, <laughs> right? And I'm like, listen, I don't, you don't, and I'm not saying that I was trained to kill people, okay? I'm not a fighter. I've, I've not gotten in a lot of fights in my life, okay? But I don't want to put myself in situations Correct. like that where somebody's yeah. going to, Cause then you're like, and I can't imagine guys like that where it's just a reflex. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not like he's he's purposely doing it. It's just you're bumping. It's gonna switch. It's just gonna go into marine mode where I'm I'm gonna fucking kill I, you. And yeah.
1: I've seen I've seen it happen with a buddy of mine who I grew up with from elementary school to high school, and he was always a jokester, always like the prankster, always a funny guy. Then he went, I believe he went, he didn't go to the marines. I believe he was in the army, and he came back, and he was just like completely different yeah like didn't want to joke Chased around life, man. didn't want to yeah. joke around he was in a bar and he was like i don't really want to be here and it was just like a complete 180 so i mean it's and, pe- and- it's sad how how it affects people because you kind of do you, when you enter the military do you kind of do you expect do you you obviously know it could possibly change you but like do you go in the military knowing like i could be a completely different person when i come out yeah
2: 100 yeah i mean you you have to know like what it's one of those things like you become a doctor. You're going to know that you're going to save people's lives, and you know you're not going to save people's lives. That, yeah. That's the dark yep. story. Yeah, yep. Right? That that, and that's the stuff that they don't tell you. That's the thing they don't tell you. Right. You join the Marines. You know, a lot of people know if you're a Marine or not, you know, those are the guys that fight, guys and gals that fight. You know what I'm saying? If you want to see Not action, fight. Kill. Yeah, kill. Right. Yeah. And if you want to join the Marine Corps, you know, and especially join the infantry, like, you're looking for something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, dude, all, all great – Guys and gals, great organizations like Patriot Fund, Hope for the Warriors. You know, when you look at the United States and you go to different countries, they don't give a shit about veterans. You know, you go to our like our, our allies, like UK and stuff. There's not a lot of nonprofits that do what they do, yeah. like awesome stuff. So in today's world, nowadays, to be a veteran in this in this country, there's a lot of great things that you could that you get can it walk, Yeah, you, you
0: get and, and I and I I'm gonna add to that too because it's it kind of shocks me that. Other countries don't give the amount of respect because I think that in in America we don't give an, as much respect to. I think the younger veteran, generation. Okay, is, yes, like we don't give nearly as much because all of these these organizations, right? I, now correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not in the government. I'm not in politics. I don't. But I would argue that a lot of them are not started by the government. Correct. They're started by individuals like yourself, yeah. like us that that create these things to help. Right, we send cigars over. You create stuff to donate and help veterans and help people. It's not created by the government, so I yeah, feel right. like for us in America, is they don't give in much as much respect as as mm. is deserved of the veterans. So when I hear that other countries are are doing even less than it, it's it it blows my mind. I go, how can you
1: not? Yeah. How can you not respect those people? Let me ask you this, When – when I see someone wearing a Vietnam vet, a, a a shirt, sensor in the military, or a hat, you know, I always try to say thank you for your service. And half it's like half and half. Some guys are like super appreciative of it, and some guys are kind of like, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Okay, is, is that a is that something that a civilian person should do? Should they thank them for their service? Do you like and, that? The answer is yes. Okay. I was right, because I do Answer's every yeah. every. If
0: you're wearing a hat, if you're in uniform, if you're wearing anything, oh, yeah, I make it a point. Yeah. I remember one time in, in Penn Station going down. And Penn Station's got a lot of <laughs> military dressed. Yeah, yeah. I remember walking down, and I made it a point to shake everybody's hand. And we're walking down, and there's literally two guys right here shake both their hand. Twenty feet, two guys shake their hand. Twenty feet, two guys shake their hand. Twenty feet, two guys shake. Their hand. Feet, two guys shake their- I shook like ten people's hands. It took us like fifteen minutes to get out of the freaking Penn Station. Nah.
2: But you know, it's small. It, it's a small, but it's a sincere gesture. But for us being in the Marines, if I see a guy, a motherfucker wearing like a the Eagle Globe and Anchor, mm. the first thing I ask is, "Hey, brother, did you buy that or did you earn it?" And uh, the funny part is, you yeah, know, I'm a jokester, right? Yeah. So like, they're like, "Oh, you know, I got a golf outing or something," or if they if they say like, "Hey, my son, my father," okay, thank you for your service, because people don't you know you think about the veteran but you also got to think about the family component mm-hmm. as well so you know if it's if it's something like intermediate like they're like oh it's my cousin i'm like oh thank you thank you for what you do but uh but if it's a marine they get like you know like super defensive like yeah you're, i'm like you know five bro and i give like <laughs> a shake and i'm just like what's up bro where'd you serve and it's a like cool because it's funny how i do it because they they get kind of confrontational, like yeah i fucking earned it i'm like Sepurified, bro.
0: Yeah. So let me know let from zero to hundred. <laughs> yeah, deployed. I love so, it. So yeah. let me so let me
2: ask you this then. Okay,
0: if like let's say Eric and I were to buy one of those and wear that in support of Marines, would is that a is that disrespectful? Seeing as how we we didn't earn it, but we have like we know you guys. I know I have had my my uh, step brother. Um, I've had multiple friends from high school that are Marines. Like, is that disrespectful to wear it, even though you didn't earn it?
2: No, it's not disrespectful. I, I do that as a joking around thing. But yeah, the first thing I ask if you're wearing an EGA, and, uh, is, that and what, ask, is that what an EGA is? Yeah, it's wear? called the Eagle Globe and Anchor. Eagle so, if, uh, anchor. so is that
0: is that just Marines? Yeah, just Marines. Okay, yeah. So for us,
2: it's our like our, our big thing. Eagle is Globe there one anchor.
0: that I mean the flag kind of encompasses it all, which is why we wear the flag. But is there a another symbol? That encompasses all of the armed forces? Or do uh, they each – I imagine they each have their own.
2: Yeah, each have their own, right? Mm-hmm. But even for me, when I see an American flag. Dude, I love July 4th because we live on the lake on Hopakon. I'm bringing a whole so no subject. Wait, what lake do you live
0: on? Hopakon. Hopak. Okay. Not
2: yeah. – not. Uh, I, I thought you said um, – Walam
0: Pompak. Yeah, on Pompak's in <laughs> PA. <fucking> Poconos. <laughs> oh, the Poconos, <laughs> Poconos yeah. Hopak, uh, okay.
2: What I love about July 4th is um, they have the boats and they usually do a parade. And you got, dude, American flags, and I have my son out there waving a little American flag, dude. Dude makes me proud, right? So you can wear an American flag, totally love it. Um, and this is, and this is, uh, you know, dude, I'm a first generation American born here, you know, coming from my mom who from the Philippines to here. So, dude, if you if you wear an EGA and you say, hey, it's for my buddy, dude, I respect that, cause I'm not gonna ask for the more. What if it What if it's your buddy that passed away? The, the Marines, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, if you're wear of the EGA, be expected to get asked questions. Yeah, I would yeah. expect you have a
0: story behind it. Yeah, have a story and I, behind and it. I mean, I can, you know, to answer my own questions, I can imagine even if somebody, if you wore it and somebody came up and you're just like, oh, I, I wear it because I support the Marines,
2: you're not going to be like, Ah, oh, fuck you! You didn't deserve. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. You say, all right. There. Well, thank you very much. Right. Yeah. 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 100. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's like for me, like I said, I do the joking thing, and plus, if they tell me like, like exactly, I work for my friend, I'm like, hey man, thanks for your support. You know, uh, I always tell people, uh, you know, this is just, I've lost more friends outside of the combat than you know, anything else yeah. oh, in yeah. the military. So I don't want to ask too many questions, but at the same time, just like I work for my buddy, I'm like. Sounds good. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, have a story behind it. If you like the symbol and stuff, it's like, dude, you want to join the Marines?
1: Yeah, funny. <laughs> it's funny because I used to work for a company that was mainly veterans, and I wasn't. But I, I – you know, my dad my, – when I bought – when yeah, I started Yeah, your dad – I got it from your, da- your dad. Yeah, was it, yeah, my dad is all about – my dad didn't serve in the military, but he was all about having a flag on every jacket. So when I started working, he's like, you need – I'm buying you – you got every jacket you have? Let me know how many you have because I'm buying you an American flag. Love he's it. like, it's – it's a great piece to obviously represent that you care about America, but it's also it shows people that you care, and it's a good talking piece. Yeah. And I remember I worked with this one company I was a lot of veterans, and we we're at like a sales conference type of thing, and one guy from a different state was like, "You saw my flag?" and he was like, "Oh, do you serve in the military?" and I and I felt like so like small, I'm like no, I didn't serve in the military. It's like America, and I was like, and I was like, no, I don't, but no, I love America, and he was just like, oh fuck you, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I did. But I, I felt like I was I like, it. oh shit. Like, am I going to get pressed right now? Yeah, nah. I, it's funny because you say it because, yes, you instantly get
0: asked. You serve in the middle. T- out and, of the blue. And it you goes, serve. And like, I know I just, I know I support everybody that does.
1: And, and I, that's it. Yeah. you know, and the people, and the fucking stupid people that are in this country are like, oh, are you an American flag? What are you, a politician? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they make it. am no. like, no, you know, I just love my country, so, so should you. Your, so. your
0: dad has a funny story. Your dad told me, so his dad hired me in, in the company that I work for now, which is how we met and you know, the rest is history. Now we're burned on podcast, but he tells me a story about how he was sitting there and he had his American flag. And one of these fucking yahoos goes, you know, that's made in China, right? And Eric's and his dad, his dad, also Eric, Eric senior goes, really? Like he goes, yeah, it's made in China. Eric's like, so what? Like yeah. everything's made in fucking China. Like, you yeah. think I'm going to be able to get this little pin? Like, yeah, he goes, like, it, "It just, it caught him off guard. He was Really? Really? Like, yeah, you're, you're not going to yeah, yeah. ask me like why I wear it or yeah. did I serve or anything like that. You know, it's made in China, right? Like, yeah. Fuck you, man.
2: Wherever you go, go, leave. Kick leave, like, leave America, okay? Go, <laughs> we don't want those type of people in America. Going back to, I don't want to see another 9 11. I don't want to see the day after. I would yeah. live for that day mm-hmm. after. American flags everywhere. Dude, I love it when I go to these small small towns I and mean, they got American flags in front. Yeah. That pumps me up, man. You know, so and, like i have I an said, American
0: flag in my front yard. Side. Yeah. First
2: yep. first generation born here. And I the opportunities that country has gave me for my mom and for me and my family, love it. When did your mom come over to America? Uh, in the eighties. And right, she came it. over as a nurse and you know Was see, it you and your mom? No, I was born I was born in Jersey. Well, I'm
1: saying because you keep mentioning your mom you haven't said anything about your dad so i'm not sure if it was oh. a single mom or if you were oh yeah a i mean
2: my dad was around like but it was single single mom right They okay. divorced before i was born oh, uh, but you know it. we are you we still prayed. in touch with your dad you... he passed away uh, 2 oh, years ago i'm sorry to hear that yeah no but you know two was, weeks we're, ago. We're, no 2 years ago were two you, years, were years you ago. In, were you in touch with him the whole time no he was proud of me but we didn't stay in touch right okay. but then in closure you know was we, he in america as well or was he in philippines in okay. he was philippines yeah yeah and uh uh but he he was he lived in um Hackensack. He lived in the Hackensack, mm-hmm. so not too hacky, far from Hackensack jersey. jersey. But you know, but when he passed away, you know, we made some awesome peace, gave some closure, so it was good. Well, I, good. I wish I could have smoked a cigar with him, you know. That uh, that answers our question that we're gonna ask at the end Yeah. Of it. They didn't they didn't <clears> get a chance to. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah, I just you know,
1: I pick up on the little things. Yeah. Know, I, yeah. Because usually it's like my parents or my dad, my mom. So yeah, my mom
2: hates me smoking. Both so. <laughs> you deserve I'm cigar. such a rebel I, it's mom. It's funny because my, my
0: mom says this, and I always send her the like the articles that we find. Where I mean, there was an episode we did. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Basically, said that like if you smoke cigars, it has nil effect. If you obviously okay, if you smoke ten cigars a day, it could probably have an effect. If you smoke one cigar, one cigar a day, it has nil to you. They had yeah. what they what called a um, like I think I called it a hazard ratio hmm. whatever hazardous to your health so they said if you don't do anything it's 1.0 like that's the baseline and then if you did stuff if you smoked cigarettes if you smoked this they had like right. 1.5 2. Points. they said if you only smoke cigars it was like 1.01 it was like nil okay, okay. i always send her these things but there was it was a, it was a, a little a, a fun fact that i wanted to bring up we were talking about american flags that my dad informed me of is and maybe you can correct me or inc- or or Dispro- yeah, or dis- disprove me is that if you have an American flag in front of your household, you need to have it lit at night. It has to have some form of light on it at night. It can't be just flown in the dark. And I don't know if that's one hundred percent true. But when my when I first had the flag up, my dad came over. He goes, "You got lights on that, right?" I said, "Yep." As soon as it as soon as the my lights come on and it's, he goes, "All right, you have to have light on it. You can't fly it in the dark." I'm like, hmm. "Fuck, I don't know." And I don't know if it's one hundred percent true. Yeah, but, Sounds like a
1: Google answer but yeah, I always I always answer. have
0: lights on it and which and and when he said that I started looking I'm like all right and every flag I see at night has light. is lit huh' is lit it has up lighting and you can see it you can visibly see it in pitch black huh. it's like
1: huh like I I I guess maybe
0: it's a symbolism of like yeah, I don't America, know lights you know, yeah. through the night or just like you know, just like the like flag can never touch the ground yeah. and if you fold it it has to be folded a certain way yeah. you can't fly it upside down right it's' I'm not sure. I Ryan, yeah.
2: does a flag have to be shown and lit? Does a night? flag have to be? Does a flag have to
0: have light on it at night?
3: Uh, it should. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's what I'm saying. To, that's but, what I'm saying. To
0: be seen, like you can't just be pitch black, on like, a flag. That's true. Actually, like, I'm
2: thinking about every I mean, like. If you look at any state building,
0: government building, it's whatever, all yeah. The flagpole's always lit. It's always lit wow. up. I
1: Maybe mean, it goes back to the Star Spangled Banner, you know. Yeah, yeah. they talk They're about and when he and
0: it's funny. It's, it kind of goes along the lines of um, there's there's a a, a theory. Not, I guess it's a theory, but where you whatever you focus on in your mind, you'll bring about in your life, right? And and the perfect example is okay. Let's say you're buying a car, right? And you want to buy a Jeep. Okay, yeah. it's happened to me when I was buying my Jeep. You want to buy a Jeep, and you're looking at Jeeps. Yeah. When you're driving around, whatever car you're currently in, you'll start to notice every fucking Jeep on the road.
3: Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, those Jeep,
0: beforehand, before you thought about buying a Jeep, you never noticed them. You probably drive the same route every single day and they're there. Yeah. But now that you're focusing on Jeeps, you'll see every fucking Jeep. So, my dad told me that. I never noticed it, but now he's... Now I will notice it. Now I'll I notice it every single time. Yeah, I notice it. Now I notice it every single time. Knock on time. the door.
1: Uh, excuse me. You don't have any fucking lights <laughs> like, on your I flag, bro. Notice oh, it what like five bucks I on notice Amazon. it
0: every time now. Wow, wow, wow. So, wow.
2: Well, that's a fun fact. Uh, all right, yeah. No, all right. I mean, I
1: like it. I and mean, we got we sounds... got,
0: we got got lights lights on a flag right yeah, now. Bang.
2: Shine. <laughs> so I'll Bring them out.
1: You know, if I have to take a guess, you know, I would you know the star spangled banner they talk about the fl- the flag fly- flying through the night yeah. you know so maybe that's yeah. what it has to go go through who knows it anyway, know, it
0: popped into my head i was like oh that's a fun little fact for you so Yeah, I, no, I like i like that back like to the mobile cigar lounge Now back to the mobile <laughs> cigar <laughs> okay, lounge okay so so joe's
1: smoking panda
0: all right so you go from 2018 right <laughs> just started now you're in 2022 you hit a million dollars a year what is the next what's the next big thing like what's the next step are you trying to go international with it? He
2: already or, is.
0: Well, I mean, well, Virgin, Virgin Islands, Island's technically. Oh, I guess. It's I know. American, we, we tried. The, we're yeah. like, yeah. ah, it's a uh, fucking t- yeah, U.S. territory. That's <laughs> the gray area right there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like, the, <laughs> are
1: you trying to go to Caribbean with it? or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah,
0: technically, yeah. It's, it's U.S. owned, but not. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. That's like Puerto Rico, okay? That's insane. <laughs> um. So what's, what's the next big thing? What like what do you got planned for 2023?
2: Yeah, 2023, Uh, growing our team. We want to do three million uh, next year. Uh, So, Just doing three times the amount of events, growing our team. You know, we're just a simple way to do it. Yeah, simple way. (laughs) Three times, three times times more. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we're we're just building our team. We want to become the must-have experience for any for any celebration. So you know, we've done everything under the sun, pretty much uh, in terms of like weddings, private parties, golf outings. So we want to be there. We want to increase the amount of marketing, our team members, and everything like that. Mm. So yeah, now
0: now, do you what type of cigars
2: do you sell? Yeah, do you have your own cigars or do you just sell? Yeah, so we use uh, a premium Nicaraguan, but I know you guys are medium to full. I brought, but they're they're more of a mild because the thing is Nicaraguan mild. Yeah, wow. Okay, so the th- the thing, is, a little peppery in the front, which I like, but then it kind of smooths out to the middle and the last third. You get okay. more of those nutty and earthy tones. But when you when you go to an event and you, you smoke cigars, you know not a lot of people smoke, so they want something a little bit easier, and so just something with a good draw. That's enabled to, to be lit properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the composition is pretty nice with good tobacco. And that's what we use. I keep it simple. And I just have one blend and I have a Maduro blend. That's mm-hmm. just kind of like that's what you – I mean we went over 000, close to 100,000 cigars this year. Now are wow, you
0: looking to – um, that's, that's a good point. You bring up the, the mild stick, which is why our next cigar is going to be a mild version of the Blueprint. Um, are you looking into other brands? Like do you have any partnership? things with other brands that not
2: now right now uh, you know we're thinking of doing our own blend uh, you know we're 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 in the process of just kind of like understanding that game mm-hmm. right I, you know it's a whole different ball game even though I'm in the cigar industry I'm more in the wedding and event industry right sure. And going cigars. You, you know, roll
1: you roll the you roll the cigars, correct? Yep.
2: So we, we, we kind of, we exhibit the art of cigar rolling. So we bring them to the tobacco there so people can see how cigars are made from start to finish. Right. Yeah. And it's a of interesting thing. You know, you, you never see in your it's, lifetime Definitely how a lot of people that smoke cigars have never seen it yeah. done. Yeah. And I think I think it's a pretty cool uh Um, experience for people to to do. It's a talking point, right? And the great thing about our team members are they're very very interactive, so they can ask questions while we're doing it. Love it. And and it's great. So, yeah, we're going to see ourselves uh, next year. Uh, Must have experience, you know, Tripling what we're doing now, building a team, and just doing three million dollars in revenue, and me and my partners and our team knows that, and yeah, we're we're super excited for the journey.
0: Love it, I love it. That's great. I mean, the reason
2: I ask, obviously, is you know,
0: burnout podcast, mobile cigar lounge, you know, is there a business opportunity? Event specialist got her golf outing. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." we can figure something out.
2: You know, Mm -hmm. you know, I love about those big goals too, especially you guys are thinking about doubling. I love. So learn through business coaching. Why do we do like big goals and why do we – they call them BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The great thing about it is when you say triple or double, instead of saying like 1 million, why don't I say like 1.2? Because I'm not asking the questions on how to get to 3 million. right? If I look at 3 million, I'm like, what do I need in place to make that happen? Right triple in sales, triple in team members. I'm um, asking different questions that I would have mm-hmm. never asked Yes, if I just said, hey, one, 1.2. 1. You know, me and my partners. One po- I feel like if you have that natural, like 1.0, it,
0: it's 20% growth. Yeah. And it's I feel like if you just keep, it's natural to get there. You don't really have to make too many changes Correct. to increase to 1.2. But as soon as you start asking those questions of, how do I go from 1 to 3 or 1 to 5? Yeah. Now, okay, granted, you're going to set all these things in place. And you may not do three times this year, Correct. but you may do 2.6. Exactly. And, and if
1: you would have said, hey, I'm going to go from one to 60% If, more
0: than if I would have went one, one to 1.2, yeah, I'll probably hit 1.2. Great. I hit my goal.
3: Yeah.
2: But I could have went one to 2.6 had I asked the right questions. Yeah. You know, some days where um, we used to have this where me and my partners would say, hey, we would pay each other if we made at least $8,000 revenue in a month. And that was like, you know, back in 2020. Right. Now it's it's like, now
0: if you make that,
2: you're, you're taking a loss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, A huge loss. Like, (laughs) like, like Ryan's done. (laughs) I'm just kidding. See you later. (laughs) later. (laughs) It's been a great ride. But like, you know, it would be funny because one of those things that you, the first time we did like 10 grand in a day, I took a picture of it and I said to my partners, I'm like, do you remember when we had like, we, we, eight grand to us was like huge. Like, we're like, oh, we made eight grand in a month, but it's, and that's why I love business coaching. They make me think outside more because they understand it. I'm just like, that's why I go high. You know? And I don't make it too high. I'm not going to say I'm going to make $10 million. Okay, let's no. make $3 million. If, La- I, make, if large, I make 2.6, yeah. I make 2.6. Smart goals, right? Yeah, large Please. but not impractical. Yeah,
1: Specific, Pick, measurable, manageable. attainable, realistic, and Account- timely. Yes. Yep. Yep, yep,
2: yep.
0: And, and it, it kind of goes along the lines of if, if you – I know this is very – I don't cliche. know how I remember that, but I that's still great. do. That's oh, great. great. I still do. It's <laughs> very cliche but they say if you shoot for the moon and miss at least you'll be among the stars. Uh, right. It's very cliché, but worth it. How true is that? Yeah. Right? Easily. Because you, you, you like you said, if I'm only shooting for 1.2, I'll probably hit it, but I didn't I didn't realize the full potential. If I shoot for 5 and miss, I'm still at 4. Right? I'm still at 3.5. Even if I shoot for
2: 5 and, and half that, I'm at 2.5. And I two and a half times yeah. in one year. Tw- 2019 we d- uh 2020 our goal was 150. But of course, the COVID and all that stuff. But it was funny. Now you do 150 did, a month. Yeah. So it would we be the like. goal was
1: 150 for the year.
2: For the year. So 2019, we did 64, 65,000. So it was funny, you know, I'll Put my partners, uh, they're like, oh, we should do try and do like 80, 90,000. I was like, we should go heavy, like 120, 130. Yeah. You know? And I, I think we did one. And this is before coaching. And then, we did 165 that year, and then the next year we did 645, and then this year we did you wow. know a mil. That's just that's incredible. Yeah, but that's then when incredible. you put when you put a plan together, right? You have your goal, but if there's no plan, right? What's that line? If if you don't plan, you plan to fail. Yep. yep. If you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. I Think
1: it's goals goals without written goals is just a dream or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Um,
0: Denzel said it too. He said um, goals on the road to achievement. achieving your goals cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. Correct. Right? And that goes along with you put a plan in place and are you disciplined and consistent with that plan? Right? You take this goal. Okay. And it's like taking these huge goals. They always talk about take the huge goal that you want, 5 million, and you break it down. What do I got to do every month to do 5 million? Uh, Yeah. Okay? You got to do whatever the number is, You 300,000, 400,000 a year. If you do 400,000 a month, that's 4.8. Yeah. So I got to do 400000 a month. All right. I got to do 100000 a week. You got okay. to break it down. Which as Which means I got to awesome. do, oh, yeah. if I do three events a
2: week, I don't know. How many events are you doing a week? Uh, we The most we've done is like 50, 40, 50 a week.
0: A 40, 50 a week? Yeah. Events. I mean, no,
2: events. Events.
0: Events. You do 40, 50 events a week? Yeah. Wow. Like Brian, can you tell we were just talking so about? So here it. you go. So, <laughs> so, this, <laughs> is, so this is all. <laughs> I, I want to hear about how you do no, 40
2: so, and 50 events so, so this events is perfect. We're going to hear.
0: So this is perfect. Okay. So we got to make $100,000 a week. So if we're doing forty events a week, that's twenty five grand. Is that twenty five grand? No, twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred bucks an event. Yeah. So if we charge twenty five hundred bucks an event, which you probably charge more, if you do twenty five hundred bucks an event, forty events a week, and we stick with that, we're gonna hit five million. Forty yeah. a week.
1: How many? T- so I mean, when you break it, do
0: it down like that, you go, well, shit, we're doing forty events a week, yeah. and I don't know how much you charge for an event. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, ten so,
2: grand. I mean, I don't. yeah, so it's funny, right? The people think that we're, so yeah, we've done so breaking down, we we did a close to 1100 events this year. So September, October, we were doing like 50. Look, Ryan had a post I think in like when October, 50. 50. But yeah, so that's that, like, 20, that, like 25. Yeah. was our highest
0: and we doubled it in 3
2: months. Yeah, yeah
0: so if you do 1100 at a 52 weeks. Yeah. You Boom. know, that's how you do it. If yeah. you do thirty a week,
2: that's fifteen. So, how are you in that many? How many employees do you have? Uh, so, we have eight core members, which is made of the executive team. Like, we have a sales team, we have a social media, we have our training and scheduling, and then we have about like around sixty field team members that oh, actually wow. go to these events. Okay, team? okay. So, we've done bigger. like twenty to thirty events in one day, bro. See, wow. and, that, and a lot see, of moving and parts. And now, and that's now, crazy. and now,
0: that's like crazy. now, here comes the numbers, right? Okay, if you're doing, so how much you do an event? Is it how much you charge for an event? Depending on the event. Obviously, yeah, so, a,
2: event. so let's say the average is 1000 Okay, so
0: average is 1000 right? So now you say, okay, I'm already doing 30 events a week at 1000 Okay, that's 30000 a week. Yep. I need to do 60000 a week. I need to double that. Yep. Okay, if I go from $1,000, and let's say now because you're more popular and, you, and the inflation, every, I go from 1000 and now I charge 1200 an event, but now I'm doing not thirty, but I'm doing forty events. So not only did you go up 20% in the, per event, now you're adding 10 more events in. So now instead of doing 30,000, you're doing 48,000 a week. And just like that, bang, you made $18,000 extra a week. This is where yeah. the
1: engineering
2: and the and numbers you, and come and in. Yeah, but but that's...
1: As a lot of people say, oh, I can't do it. You got to break it down. Yeah. Right? It's It's small little tweaks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how... I mean, I'm in sales. We're both in sales, but... I I was always in sales courses, sales classes and it told me all right, all right you want to make you want to make a uh, 150, 100,000 a year. All right, break it down each month. All right, I got to make whatever. $10, 10 grand a month. 10 yeah. grand yeah. a month. All right. How, how many how many calls? How many meetings you have to set up? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we just had this talk. Yeah. How many yeah. calls? And,
2: and you how you go, many contacts? And you go yes, and you go it, off. It of, breaks it down. And it you go off down. of what's
1: called. They call it's, it a, I think they call like the 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 class that I use. They call it a cookbook. And it was like, all yes. right, I have to make X amount of calls a, a week. Yes. X amount of calls a day. X amount of meetings a week. X amount of meetings a day. And this will result in X amount of money yes. for me. Blah, and blah, it's, blah, blah, it's blah, blah.
0: they call it they call it the Pareto principle. The Pareto principle is the eighty twenty rule. You ever heard yep. of the eighty twenty rule, yeah, right? Of course. So break it down. Okay. If, is if, this
1: a fucking sales seminar right know, now? It's
0: great. All right, buy,
2: buy our ebook. <laughs> these are, these are, this, these are, are, this is a burndownpodcast.com.
0: 1 800 BDP. These are nuggets, okay? These are nuggets. So you get the 80 20 rule, right? So basically, one out of every five is what that means, right? Because you're going to make out of the 100% of, of all the calls you make. 20% are going to hit 80%. Uh-oh. I know. I'll open, open it. it. I'm going to open it.
1: How, where are we at right now? Uh, <laughs> hour hour 45. But let me get let's through this go. and I'll
0: open it. So the 80-20 rule, right? Which basically means one out of every five. Okay? Right. Same thing in sales. Like 20, 80% of your revenue comes from the top 20% of your customers, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, Spend 80% of your time with the top 20% of your customers, right? So if you have these, like to Eric's point, you make X amount of calls. All right. If I need to close, let's say I need to close. Like you said, you want to make... 2500 bucks a week. Let's say every call that I every cl- close is 250 bucks. So I need to make 10 closes a week. Yeah. So now I know one out of every 5 opportunities that I have I'm going to close. Hmm. So I need 50 opportunities. But if I know one out of every 5 calls I make turns into an opportunity, that means I need to make 250 calls in a week. And you break Thank it down. You. So it's like, all right, I made 250 calls and
1: co-calling works, which, oh, which means I'm
0: going to get 50 opportunities, which means I'm going to get 10 sales, which means I'm going to make my numbers.
1: Hmm. And it's like,
0: okay. And then, and then when that starts happening, you start thinking, well, shit, if I made 250 calls, what if I made 300 calls? What if I made 350 calls? Right. Those, well, those it's say like, so. it's like, and then, and, and, and to your point is, okay, <laughs> now let's say I have, I maxed out or I have my, my sales team is 10 people. Now I have everybody making, 25 calls a day so i'm making 250 calls a day so that i can close 10 of them a day all right if i'm maxed out like because there's a point where you literally can't you can't make any more calls like you're on the phone for 15 hours a day like you need you have a personal life okay all right now i hire one more person now that person comes in and he's making an extra 25 calls and now bang there's my extra now i hire another guy now i hire another guy another next thing you know you have all of these guys making all these calls and you're just, you're, you're increasing every. I'm making another 10. Love it, man. Another 10 sales that's a day. It. Another 10 sales that's a day. It. Another 10 events a day. No, it just keeps growing and growing. People don't think like that. People yeah. think too small.
2: Yeah. You know, that's why, you know, going back to Grant Cardone, I, I learned yeah, so bottle. much through that where, bro, it, it, it's so funny. You look at the calls and you look at the correlation of closes. They're. There. It's a direct. It's a direct, co- <laughs> it's a a direct correlation. A direct how relation. much did you close this week? Okay, how many calls did you make this week? <laughs> it's a direct correlation. And I guarantee it's eighty twenty. It's one yeah. out of every five. Oh, one hundred percent. And for it's the most, most part, it's funny. Part
1: it. It's funny you were mentioning cold calling and Grant Cardone because when I first started cold calling way back when in my sales career, I googled cold calling and Grant Card. There was an infamous cold call video with grant cardone was that with his daughter no it wasn't oh, with okay. his daughter he was like in his office and he's like yeah this guy won't buy you know this guy's not doing this and grant cardone's like all right let me talk to him yeah talks to him And grant cardone talks to him and says his whole spiel and by the end, of it, he's like all right we close him next, yeah. and, next. I, and that's yeah. where i got it from but cold calling it's it's not a fun it's not a fun responsibility knocking on doors is not a fun responsibility but it works I, it I, works yeah. i i started a new career I'm, an, I'm now an insurance broker. I started about six months ago and within mm, within the first two months I was actually doing it, I got my first client and then I just got my second client yesterday. And you know where it was from? Both of them were on the same block and I knocked on their door, knocked on their door and uh, and I got and I got the accounts all from just going out there and grinding. and I have a, I have a third client that I'm about to get. And it pass, it was from pass what? that to Ryan in the uh... cold <laughs> calling behind the state, behind <laughs> the scenes, <yeah>. back, backstage. <laughs> of, Ryan, people, over a people, here. A lot of you know, cheers, cheers to fucking success, cold <laughs> yeah, calling to, and sales. Cheers to, cheers to Ryan over cheers
2: there. To get a little, there
1: you go, there you go. And it goes back to a lot of people. If you're in business, if you're in sales, they like they loathe cold calling. They loathe knocking on people's doors. And I've done it my whole career. And this is the first time where I'm seeing an act. And I've been in about sales for about. Seven or eight years, and this is where I'm actually been. The to- seals for seven or years. <laughs> seals? <laughs> I, I I heard seals. I've been in the fucking seals. seals. <laughs> <Like>, this <there's> news. <laughs> to Not me. Navy seals. The sail seals. <laughs> news to me, man. But it 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 like you said. It's a direct correlation. I I was I had I printed out a list of all these people I needed to call. It was over a hundred people. I called every single one of them. The last person on the Love fucking it.
2: list. Love it.
1: I, I said, fuck it. The last person, let me just call it. Called up. First, call, yeah, let's set up a meeting. Let's go. And I'm done. And here You're I am. Done. I, got, I got a new client. Yeah. It's the direct correlation. Like you said, it's, yeah. it 100% works.
2: You know what's funny? Like, I'm, I'm pretty bullish in terms of like, bullish as in like, my marketing and and the follow ups like uh, this client for um uh, for Virgin Islands uh our concierge team was handling, it. Uh, she had to do something with her husband. She's like, hey, can you take this call? Because you know I'm in the hospital right now. So I call him, and dude, I'm I'm crazy in terms of like I will follow up with you like crazy, dude. I sent him, I sent him a picture some no video. stone unturned. Yeah, man. dude, dude. Remember it snowed uh, cold last week, dude. I I did a video of me. I'm like, hey, bro. I'm like shoveling snow. I'm like, dude. You gotta get me out of here. I need to go to the Virgin Islands. And dude, he loved it because two, po- you know, there's Grant Cardone. Two reasons why people buy from you: they like you, or you solve the problem. The guy loved us, and we solved the problem. They wanted something for their for their event. And here's the thing: I love. Notice how it wasn't had nothing to do with the product.
0: No. yeah, has nothing to do with the product. No, not at all. And this no. is why I tell people all is in sales. All most of the products, whatever your niche, your niche is or niche or whatever you, however you say it. They all do the same shit for the most part. Yeah.
1: Okay. They all do the same shit, but they either, they they buy, they don't buy the product, they buy you. Correct. People don't care about what you know or what you sell until they know you care about them. Yes. Correct. Amen They like
2: you or it solves a problem. Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. I was talking to this guy
0: and I told him, I said, it goes on the point of people don't buy the product, they buy you. Oh, yes. I said, if you
2: have a product,
0: let's say that this company, the product does exactly what they want. Yeah. Exactly. To the T. But the person that's selling it never picks up his phone. You can never get in contact with him. He's a wow. fucking asshole. Okay. And then you have the product over here that pretty much does what you want. Okay. You might have to add a little, but it pretty much does what you want. But the guy is great. The guy's a fucking ace. He's always yep. on the phone. He calls you. He gives you Christmas gift. Hey, how's the family? How's the- He's always there. Look, who do you want to deal with? Honestly. exactly i'm gonna go with the
2: one that yeah, i'll yeah, make you have, it work you
1: have a lot of do you have people calling
2: yeah so we I, have two we have three people and then ryan deals with our, our our strategic relationships with the venues we just send out christmas presents uh for a thing but exactly you're right right if I'm, I'm if i'm company a i'm company b and the average salesperson calls and touches someone twice that's the average salesperson we go further than that yeah if 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 Company A only calls you twice and company B, exactly what you said, follows up. And I tell my sales team, I would love to get a call from somebody that says, Hey, you're calling me too much. You know what? (laughs) You know what I say? I say, Hey, listen, they're passionate about what they do because they believe in the product. They believe in our company. Now imagine what we could do at your wedding. 100%. And so I was like, listen, I haven't gotten any of those calls yet. I'm like, Keep calling these people. Keep following up because you never know what's going to happen. I have the hundred people. You got the last name.
1: That's a true story. That's no bullshit. A,
2: do it. I, I do that thing where I I sent the video. I'm corny like that. But dude, those people it like works. you. It works. Yeah, I sent a video of me. Frickin- you know why? You because be they see. Man. Because yeah. they, they see. They see that you're
0: just a regular guy like yeah. everybody else. You're not Absolutely. some sleazy sales guy who's all he care. No, you're a guy regular. He looked at. It, he goes. Man, I like this guy. You know? Yeah. Who, who else is gonna send me a thing? I'm mean, shoveling snow, right?
1: Yeah. At exactly. the end of my meeting on Monday, we closed. We closed. I got a new client, right? And they said, you know, it's it's funny because I was with my mentor with me, and they're like, you know, this guy knocked Eric knocked on our door, and I gave him his information. And then he just kept calling. He kept calling, and he was following up. And I was like, you know what? Let me just give this guy a shot because you know he keeps calling us. And I'm glad we did business with you because now you're 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 one. You're doing all the work for us, and two. I like you. Yeah. And you're solving a problem for us. Yeah. And it's I love sales and you have to be consistent. You have to follow up. You have to be on the top of their brain because people get butthurt because they're like, oh, I called Scott I left him a voicemail. He didn't call me back. Because I got a million other fucking things to worry about. Yeah. They don't care about what you <laughs> Oh yeah. They don't care about Eric the salesperson, Joey the fucking cigar guy, Justin the engineer. You have to you have to be in front of their forefront of their brain because they're doing a million other hey, fucking things.
2: That's why I'm very bullish in my marketing is because I want to be in the front of everyone's brain. That's it. And yep. And when you when you have an experience, I want to make sure that hey, listen, the hardest thing you could do to somebody is change their buying habits, right? If if you guys, we're all married here. The first thing we didn't think about was Cigars. first thing was like venue, uh photographer, catering. Yep. Like th- I cannot change that. But however, uh, that's why we build strategic relationships is I can plant that first seed. You know, like, hey, what what's something different that you can have at your wedding? Oh, what's something different I can have at my wedding? Oh here, these are cigar rolls. They might not look at us once, but we get their information i have 90 emails that will be sent to you in different stages you know they're all spaced out about giving you value giving you like tips and tricks i'm not selling all the time but if they had to make a decision you're planting the seeds B, exactly you're planting the seeds i am going to make sure that when you make that decision that you know that we followed up that we that we were the ones that call you that sent those corny uh, my favorite meme or the the gif gif that said i like that the eagle that's like punching in the air dude i send that out all the time hey thank you for supporting our veteran owned business hey they, they they close with us i send i send them a gif like can't wait to party you know what i'm saying i send that's it. funny things they want to know you're a regular person. Oh, yeah. regular person. Hundred percent. People are getting married. I'm in my thirties. These are people in the thirties. And the generation going from twenty, thirties. Hey, they grew up with memes. They grew up with gifts. I get it. Relatable. 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 Yeah. So. And it's
0: it's like it, it. I talk about this a lot. Is where there's a there's a um, a theory called recency bias, which happens a lot in sports betting. Right. I'm a sports better. It people only remember. And it actually happens a lot in politics too. But people only remember what happened most recently. So the recency bias is people are biased by what the recent events. That's where it comes Ooh, from, love right? That. Yeah. So <laughs> looking, keep, at Ryan, looking at Ryan as okay. saying that. So, <laughs> so it happens. it happened remember the good, they remember the bad. Right, exactly. Yeah, so it happens. So I'll give you an example of what happens in sports betting, right? You'll have a team like, let's say, Alabama football. Alabama football is most always a very, very good team. Okay. They'll go eight games where they just crush teams. Absolutely crush teams. Then they'll play a team on the ninth game and they'll just have a bad game. Yeah. Right? They're just maybe they just they just wet the bed. They just ha- they're all off they have a bad game and they get beat by some bullshit unranked team. The very next week everybody and their fucking mother always takes they go against Alabama. They said, "Did oh, you yeah. see Alabama got fucking spanked by that Division 3 team?" They're going to get smoked by a D1 team. And I go, "It's because they o- you're only remembering what happened last week. You're not remembering the first 8 games where they destroyed everybody. They had yep, one bad yeah. game." And everybody bets on the other team and they always fucking lose because, like, you're, you got to take the whole thing, right? Yeah. So they're, they're biased by what happened most recently. So to your point is you're always, you want to be in somebody's, the forefront of everybody's brain. You're always, always, always on their mind. Yeah. So that you, the first, like, if you go three months ago, they just started planning, let's say it's a year ago, and you say, hey, we can do something for your wedding, right? They're not worried about that at the time. So now they go bang, 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 bang. If you forget, then, on the 10th month they're just going to start go- find somebody but if you're always there bang 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 bang, bang then at that 10th month they're going to be like hey that guy just just reached out to me last week they it happened friend, mo- happened most recently yep. it happened most recently and they're going to be like oh yeah that
2: guy let me reach out to him but if you don't do that you're not the most recent person yeah and this is not just for just sales in general right yeah. they like you are solves a problem that's why i want to be in the f- exactly right in the front of their brain yeah. wait, wait when you make it come decision time who you go follow up? The guy that called you twice, or the pro- person that sends you like funny videos? Yeah, because you're almost like building a relationship. You're almost becoming their friend. You okay. are building hey, a relationship. Well, yeah. Here, here's another Grand Cardone thing. There's the difference. What's the difference between contact and contract? What letter? R? Contact R. R R. That's relationship. Ah, bro. <laughs> Bro. Contact
1: and contract, baby.
2: What's the difference of the, the letters R and R's relationship? If you don't build that relationship, you're not going to get that too.
1: That fucks. That fucks. For that sure. Thank you, uh,
2: Uncle GC, that we say. But, dude, this is why I, I, I invest into coaching because those isms that we do, and like me, me and Ryan are on the drive here. Fucking for two and a half hours. We left at like one forty-five. Fucking for two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. We left at one forty-five. do you do that? Yeah, it's That's good like, times though. Yeah. We just but, did that coming back from Jersey. What yeah, are you yeah. talking about?
1: No, no. He's like, yeah. we're
2: fucking for two and a half hours. No, oh, my God. but like we sat there and we're just talking, and then we're just like, hey, this is what this is what he said. I'm like, okay, let's 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 see how we can incorporate that into our business. Yeah. But yeah, contact, contract, our
0: build relationship. Love
3: that.
2: Love that. Yeah.
0: I've never heard that before, and that's fucking great. I think that's a way, great the way. The difference to between contact and contract the is the R, which is relationship.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep on that.
0: Yeah, love that. That's definitely gonna be a freaking. That's think, gonna be a short, a real. I think that's real. how you end
1: it. I think that's how you end it. Uh, contract and
2: contact. It's the R, and it's a relationship, and that's how you fucking do business and make us okay. a. absolutely. Because I think the lost there's, there's a lost art of. There's a great book called Giftology. There's it's, uh, it's a lost art, especially our generation. Back then, when they didn't have internet and stuff, they would send gifts to someone. Yeah. It's a lost art, but it's If you do s- stupid stuff like that, where you send like little gifts, or you know, I, I tell people, you're, yeah, you send gifts, not when gifts, I go to, when I send I go to, gifts, like <laughs> gifts, <laughs> <that's> like actual <laughs> when I, yeah.
1: when I go, no I know, but, but in yeah, your yeah, case, yeah, he, said, yeah, yeah. he
0: sends gifts, not
1: gifts. gifts yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he sends it after. Yeah. <laughs> but when I go, when I go to a new meeting, when I'm meeting somebody, I always bring a fucking box of Munchkins, a bag of cookies, or something like that. And they're like, "Oh, you don't do that." And I'd be like, my go-to is always. Well, my mother always told me never to show up someone's house empty-handed. Absolutely. And it's like, bing! Oh, you grew up in a good family. Yeah. What kind of what's nationality? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. From, and then you're talking. They go from six to yeah. midnight
0: real quick. And right? what happens? You're building a relationship. <laughs> that's it. I love Cells it. 101. That's I it, bro. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. We're going to end it right there, man. I'm into it. We're going to end it right there. That's, that's, that's a nugget. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, here... Is the time. First off, thank you very much. Two hours in. Two hours. Almost to a. Yeah, exactly. Ready? As soon as you said that, it hit two hours. Oh, really? As soon as you said that, i it got hit that two fucking, hours. I got okay. that fucking mind, um, So, podcast first off, mind. thank you very much, Joe, for uh, smoking panda for coming on thank the Thank burnout you, Ryan, podcast. for sitting in the corner for two hours. Thank, thank you, you Ryan. Ryan, for sitting in there and taking some behind the scenes photos. We'll have to scoop some of those from you. Um, but this is the time we give you the red carpet. Okay, plug away tell the people where they can follow you where they can book you what the next big thing is if you got any special events that people can attend the red carpet
2: the floor is yours no I appreciate gentlemen thank you so much I mean we've met each other because of cigars we're very grateful for that that's why we're very passionate about what we do uh, so yeah visit our website www.themobilegarlounge.com check out our Instagram our Facebook we have a dedicated concierge team to make sure from the first call to the last puff, That we're there for you. Hey! I always always love a good slogan, you know what I'm saying? The first call to the last
1: pub.
2: Love it. And then what we like to say in the Mobile Cigar Lounge sip, smoke, and celebrate. So we're 100% veteran owned and operated. Uh, We have a team of veterans and first responders and those connected that come to your event because it is the best person to have who really understands the meaning of life wow. and knows how to celebrate. So check out our team, check out our chat, check, check out our social media, connect with our concierge team. They are there to help you to help select the best curated cigar and whiskey experience for your event. So thank you always. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate right. your time. Thank you, Ryan, for hanging out with us.
1: And with that being said, Joe the of Panda Mobile Cigar Lounge. Cheers. Chin-chin. Salud. Chin-chin. Salud.